When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. So it can always get worse. A Perth native, Bree Duvall, a Perth, Australia native, living in Canada with her partner of four years, fell head first from a parking garage. It doesn't say how many levels, so I'm guessing maybe one. Uh, after a night out with friends in 2021, she was rushed by helicopter to the University of Alberta uh, hospital and she was placed on life support with a traumatic brain injury and multiple broken bones. She was in a coma for four weeks and she told that uh, the doctors told her mother that she had a 10% chance she'd survive the catastrophic injury. She emerged from the coma and showed signs of improvement, which was fantastic. I mean, the story is amazing. And her parents were in Australia at the time, and it was during the COVID lockdowns. And they asked the government, hey, we want to go see our daughter uh, in a hospital who's probably going to die, is in a coma. Can you, you know, give us the special dispensation from the state to go? Yeah, no. Uh, Sorry. Uh, No one's allowed to leave or uh, enter the country. So that's not going to happen. I mean, that's a crime in and of itself. But uh, she told the doctors in Canada, keep her on life support and do not, under any circumstances, turn that off. According to the story, that's, you know, they had to abide by that. I think that might have uh, not been altogether true if they had decided to pull the plug. But that's, again, another part of the story. She had uh, a friend drive eight hours uh, every weekend uh, back and forth to see her. Her friend's mother came to visit her to keep her company uh, because, obviously, you know, her parents uh, could not come. And, like I said, it could always get worse she is now on tiktok of course uh hot coma girl one which you know is true according to the picture she's a hot coma girl one and uh, she shares her experiences of being in a coma and a recovery journey she said that she definitely has a bit of ptsd i'm just trying to sort through my emotions going through the accident And then getting back to normal life, just trying to establish what my new normal is. She couldn't swallow when she first woke up. Uh, She's had to learn to walk again. Waist down uh, to her toes, it feels like just went dead. Uh, All of her muscles were certainly lost or at least weakened by laying in bed all that time. And uh, she said that it's frustrating not being able to do things I want to do. Uh, my mental clarity is nowhere near where it used to be. I've got brain fogginess having, uh, and she said that I've got brain fogginess, not fog. Having a traumatic brain injury is kind of like having a concussion symptoms that are continuing. They don't go away. And like I said, that is horrible enough, but it can always get worse. And how can you say, well, wow, this girl, how could it get worse than that? Well, yes. 
uh, she woke up uh, from her coma and found out that her boyfriend, remember the guy that uh, she'd been living with for four years? Yeah. Uh, he never showed up to in the hospital to see how she was. Uh, he blocked her on all her social media accounts and is now living with another woman with a kid. <laughs> she said, I opened up my phone going to uh, message him when a message pops up from this woman that says, I am now with... Uh, your boyfriend or your ex-boyfriend, I have moved him out. He's now living with me and my son. Please do not contact him. Oh, okay. And I have not heard from him since I've been in the hospital. He's completely and utterly left me in the dust. So I don't even have closure as to why this happened. Uh, I think you do. You do know why it happened. Uh, it's because you fell off a parking garage and went into a coma and uh, nobody likes that. Uh, not even you, you would advise against it. So it can always get worse. Friendly reminder from chewing the fat. Welcome. Welcome to chewing the fat. <laughs> to give you a quick update on a story I did yesterday about Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle uh, doing a joint stand-up comedy show. And I misunderstood the way it was written, and I, I think I gave you, you know, false information, or at least misleading information. Okay, so the show is going to be September 3rd at the O2 Arena. Now, that show is in London. I was thinking that they made the announcement in London, and I didn't realize that the O2 Arena was in London. So the show is going to be in London at the O2 Arena. Tickets go on sale tomorrow, June 10th, which is uh, today, if you're listening live, is June 9th, 2022. I was looking at the O2 Arena. It's a pretty big arena. It houses 20,000 people. It's like the second largest uh, arena next to uh, the Manchester U uh, Stadium or Manchester Arena in the United Kingdom. So it's going to be a big show. And uh, 20,000 people under the roof for Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock should be a fun show. Now, I would guess that uh, it will be filmed and uh, they can both uh, cover their Netflix deals by uh, going ahead and just promoting this on Netflix. <laughs> so if you're in London and, uh, you know, know the O2 Arena, I would uh, get your tickets starting tomorrow. Go see Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle. And if you hold out and don't buy tickets, I'm guessing, and this is just a thought, I don't know this, I do not know this, I'm just guessing that they are going to want that place full. So when it comes to show night, September 3rd, if it's not sold out, they probably will give tickets away. But if Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle together can't draw 20,000 people, it's time to give up the comedy tour. Just start doing small venues. But I'm sure that they will sell it out. It'll be a fun show to see, and I look forward to seeing it on whatever streaming platform films the show live at the O2 Arena in London on September 3rd, 2022. If you're like me, uh, you like to snack throughout the day, but you'd rather not pack on the pounds doing it, or at least pack on more pounds doing it, I've got some great news. Built Bar is here to save the day. They've got so many flavors. Built Bar is here to save the day. They've got so many flavors. Uh, there's something for everyone. When you talk to a Built Bar fan, and I am one, we're passionate about our favorites. 
Uh, they've got amazing flavors like coconut and mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, cookies and cream, along with my favorite and more. But the ones I just listed are so freaking good. And hey, if you can't pick a flavor right off the bat, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of their nine regular flavors. Built Bars have up to 18 grams of protein and they're 180 calories or less. Only 4 to 5 grams of sugar and only 4 to 5 net carbs. But you wouldn't know it by tasting them because they taste amazing. You can take care of the sweet tooth and still be healthy. Oh yeah. Go to Built.com. Use the promo code Jeffy. Save 15% off your first order. Use the promo code Jeffy for 15% off at built.com. Congratulations to a Jackson County, Missouri woman who just won $5.2 million in a settlement against Geico. <laughs> uh, amazing. So, in an opinion issued by a three-judge panel found that the judgment entered against Geico uh, through earlier arbitration proceedings, valid. And they owe this woman $5.2 million. Now, what did she do to... What happened for her to get this agreement? Well, she had sex with a guy in the back of his car. Yeah, you know, they were just hooking up in the back of his car. <laughs> taking care of a little backseat business. And uh, she contended that the man caused her to be infected with an STD. Despite being aware of his condition and the risks of unprotected sex. So the insurance company said, oh, no, we need to send this case to arbitration. No, uh, I don't know why you're trying to uh, sue us over this. And uh, they found that, no, you two had sex in the vehicle. And that directly caused or directly contributed to the HPV infection. The man was found liable for not disclosing his infection status. And the woman was awarded the $5.2 million for damages and injuries to be paid by Geico. <laughs> and Geico's like, whoa, 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 no, 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 no. We don't want to have to pay that. We'll do some arbitration. We'll look at some other due process agreement issues. Uh, we don't want to have to pay that. And uh, the judge is like, yeah, no, you need to pay it. Okay, that's part of the deal. Everything is, everything is fine. So... Uh, you need to go ahead and pay this lady $5.2 million. Now, I, you know, you think, wow, she got the HPV. Uh, it can only cause warts on different parts of your body. More than 200 types. About 40 of them are spread through direct sexual contact with someone who has the virus. They can also spread through other intimate skin-to-skin -skin contact. Uh, it is the most common sexually transmitted infection in the United States of America. So the next time you're thinking to yourself, man, I was thinking about having some unprotected business in the backseat of, uh, of your car right now. Uh, and, you know, maybe you don't ask them. You don't say, hey, you don't have any kind of HPV infection, do you? I mean, maybe you hope you catch it. There's vaccines to help you through it. And for $5.2 million, is getting the HPV worth it? No, of course not. Just being silly. Be safe. What are you kidding? Don't be having unprotected sex in the backseat of a car without asking if they have some sort of infection. She could have probably got more because there's no way that he says yes. Right? Excuse me. 
I'm getting naked right now and we're going to take care of some business in the backseat of my car insured by Geico. Do you have a STD? No, not that I'm aware of. Okay. And then, so now he ended up getting more, right? He'd have to pay on top of the insurance company probably. Wow. Uh, Geico is a little unhappy with having to pay that $5.2 million. But congratulations to the uh, Missouri woman who is unidentified in court records. Why? I'm guessing. <laughs> Apparently, uh, she's embarrassed and doesn't want people to know who she is. But she's not embarrassed enough not to cash that $5.2 million, I'll tell you that. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> Unbelievably good. So I know we have the uh, Tony Awards coming up this weekend. <laughs> Who doesn't love the Tony Awards? But last weekend we missed the MTV Movie and TV Awards. Hosted by Vanessa Huggins at the Los Angeles Barker Hangar with the Movie and TV Awards. Uh, the nominations this year, which included 26 gender-neutral categories, highlighted Spider-Man No Way Home, which has the most nods with seven total, and HBO's Euphoria Season 2, which has six nods, and, of course, Robert Pattinson's The Batman, which has four. And I was looking through the, the winners. Uh, Euphoria seemed to uh, take home quite a bit. I mean, best performance in a show? Uh, Zendaya in Euphoria uh, won that. Uh, Ryan Reynolds won best comedic performance for Free Guy.H uh, Sean Poopies McHenry uh, won for Jackass Forever. Uh, congratulations. That was under the best kiss. Really? That was the best kiss in, in Jackass? Okay. All right. You got me. You got me. Most frightened performance was Jenna Ortega in Scream. Congratulations to you. Best show? Euphoria. Wow. And that was against inventing Anna, Yellowstone, Ted Lasso, Loki, Squid Game. All of those are really good shows. Uh, no question. Uh, Loki. Yeah, yeah, I like Loki too. Uh, Euphoria though, uh, you know, is an interesting show. It's an interesting show, isn't it? The breakthrough performance from uh, Sofia DiMartino was uh, from Loki. Uh, won that one. Best Hero, Scarlett Johansson, Black Widow. Uh, the MTV Generation Award, who thanked all of her haters in her speech, Jennifer Lopez won the MTV Generation Award. J-Lo won that. Congratulations. Uh, the best fight came from Sydney Sweeney on Euphoria. Uh, <laughs> the best villain, Daniel Radcliffe in The Lost City. Best movie, ta-da! No Way Home, Spider-Man. Uh, best performance in a movie, Tom Holland, Spider-Man, No Way Home. And the Comedic Genius Award went to Jack Black. Congratulations, Jack. And then it goes on to music documentary, musical moment, Best host, best host, Kelly Clarkson. Congratulations to Kelly Clarkson. She's uh, on her way to replacing Ellen, being the new Ellen. I thought that, uh, you know, my girl was going to have a shot at uh, the new Ellen. Uh, what's her face? Drew Barrymore. But uh, she's not uh, She's not in, in ready to take over for Kelly Clarkson yet. So, you know, it's just me. RuPaul. Uh, won the best uh, competition series. Congratulations. <laughs> Man, I wish I would have tuned in for that. Darn it. Ah, ah. 
And I may actually have to go to the theater this weekend. I'm considering actually going to the theater this weekend to see Jurassic Park. I read uh, all the reviews, you know, are pretty questionable on the movie, but I love them all. Do you, Jeff? Do you love them all? Why don't you marry them? I mean, I do. I enjoy the I enjoy the shows. I've enjoyed the entire series. So I've got to see the final one. Right? I've got to be there. Dominion, got to be there. So I'm actually thinking if I can get in, if I can get it, because I believe that this is going to topple Top Gun this weekend as the number one uh, movie, and it'll make the theater group happy. Oh, movies are back. Eh, not really. But okay, we'll give it to you. Uh, so, you know, might have to actually go see Jurassic Park and give you a review on, uh, on Monday or maybe give you a live review over the weekend on some of the platforms, you know, either Instagram or YouTube or Twitter, Facebook, whatever. Twitter at JeffyJFR. Facebook and Instagram is Jeff Fisher Radio. Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher is the YouTube channel. Uh, you know, we can, you know, we'll hit you up with some, with somewhere. Pay attention. Follow, okay? Follow and like those pages so you know what the heck is going on with myself and Chewing the Fat. All right? And we got to go see Jurassic Park this weekend. Um, I'm not wearing a mask, though. I'm not doing it. No. And so... Uh, that's just the way it is. I saw, you know, I, I follow, I don't know why. I mean, we're getting back into the mask debate all over again now. Really? Really? Why? Why? Oh, the monkey pox. Okay. Uh, and COVID is still out there. Yeah, I know. But we're going to make us, we're going to force us again? I don't think so. I don't think that's going to happen. But they will try. It appears like they're going to start trying again. Oh, and I saw where a Joker sequel had been has been confirmed by todd phillips i know i didn't think uh, my man uh, joaquin phoenix would be doing it but uh todd phillips instagrammed a shot of the script and instagrammed a shot of joaquin phoenix reading the script on his instagram account uh, it's Todd Phillips, by the way and uh is the instagram account and it's ready to go the film i mean Awesome. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how much they're going to pay him. <laughs> Whatever it is, it ain't enough. And Joaquin will be uh, putting himself through hell one more time to be a crazy, thin, out of control person. And uh, they claim that they don't even know what's happening. I mean, they're talking about uh, he's just teased that it's going to happen. It's going to be Joker Fale Edu which translate to shared madness or a shared delusional disorder. Now, they talked about in a couple of the uh, reports that I read that maybe they would uh, you know, introduce Joker's troubled love interest, Harley Quinn. I don't know if that's going to happen or not, but it's going to be... <laughs> uh, it's titled, or at least the working title right now from uh, Todd is Joker. Folia Dur. Folia Dur. I don't know. I like the way I say it better. Folia Dur. And if you made it through season one of Sex and the City revival uh, episodes, the uh, and just like that, uh, apparently, uh, you know, they've already re-upped it for season two. I was really bored with season one, but, you know, I, I did watch it. I mean, I, I'm a Sex and the City fan, Sarah Jessica Parker, and, uh, you know, I, I got it. But remember, they had the big Samantha uh, deal. Uh, she said that she wasn't going to be back. She wanted nothing to do with the show, Kim Cattrall. 
and uh, they teased her with text messages and she's living in Europe now. And she was such a powerful character for that show. And there were multiple times where she should have shown up in that show. And she didn't because she wanted nothing to do with the show. Now, according to the showrunner, Samantha Jones will be back in season two. It said, and I like how they walked the line, Samantha's character will be back. Does that mean they're going to bring in a new Samantha? Oh, man. I don't know that the audience will be ready for that. Uh, and is Kim going to come back? Has Kim decided that they back the money truck up and say, Kim, uh, we need you. Uh, she was pissed at uh, Sarah Jessica for not being nice or something, and they've they've had a little rift between them. But when you start backing up the money truck, <laughs> just come in, do your scenes, cash the check, and shut up. Okay, that's what we want from you. Sign on the dotted line. Thank you. And as long as we're talking about films, uh, we have uh, Jason Bateman out as the director of Artemis with Scarlett Johansson and Chris Evans. I mean, that's a big deal. That was a lot of money spent on that. Uh, that they're filming, right? I mean, they, he's directing, and it's a $100 million plus deal, Artemis. And, uh, okay, uh, we got that, no problem. And uh, Bateman just was like, yeah, no, there's creative differences. And everybody's good. Everybody's fine with it. It's We've mutually chosen to part ways on the pick. It's creative differences, Oh, okay. Uh, I'm, uh, according to this story, uh, both sides respect the other's work and will continue to hunt for the right project to collaborate on down the road. Uh-huh. <laughs> sure thing. No problem. And I see where Tim Burton uh, did an interview with Empire Magazine. And who doesn't? I mean, I love Empire Magazine. One of my favorites. Uh, and I look forward to each and every magazine that gets released from Empire Magazine. So uh, anyway, the uh, Tim Burton was talking about Batman and he was saying that, uh, you know, how the company had him replaced after the third film. Still hurts him a little, I think. Tim's a little, a little hurt by being replaced after uh, saying that uh, Batman Returns was too dark. And so despite the movie's popularity, uh, you know, Warner Brothers said, yeah, no, Burton, no, we're not letting him direct any more movies about the Cape Crusader. No, 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 no. Uh, they went with Joel Schumacher, right, for Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. And uh, Burton was like, uh, that's a funny thing about it. Uh, I was like, wait a minute. Okay, so hold on a second. This is Tim Burton now. You complain about me. I'm too weird. I'm too dark. And then you put nipples on the costume? Go yourself. Yeah, you know, seriously, it's probably, that's probably why you didn't end up doing a third film. Yeah, I would say that's probably why. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ever heard of data brokers? Oh. 
Of course you have. I mean, we've talked about the data brokers on this show before. But if you haven't, uh, if you're a first-time listener to Chewing the Fat, uh, data brokers, they're the middlemen collecting and selling all those digital footprints you leave online. They can stitch together detailed profiles, which include your browsing history, online searches, and location data. They then sell your profile to a company who delivers you a targeted ad. No big deal, right? Well, you might be surprised to learn that uh, these same data brokers are also selling your information to the Department of Homeland Security and the IRS. Personally, I don't want the tax man showing up at my door because of some search I did on my phone. So to mask my digital footprint, I protect myself with ExpressVPN. One of the easiest ways for brokers to aggregate data and tie it back to you is through your device's unique IP address, which also reveals information about your location. When you're connected to ExpressVPN, your IP address is hidden, and that makes it much more difficult for those data brokers to identify who you are. ExpressVPN also encrypts 100% of network traffic to keep your data safe from hackers on public Wi-Fi. That's why I have the ExpressVPN app downloaded on all my devices, phone, computer, and even my home Wi-Fi router. All I do is tap one button to turn it on. I'm protected. It's just that easy. When I when the little pop-up comes up on my laptop, I can't tell you how how relieved, how you know comfortable I feel. I'm working and I get the little pop-up on the phone. Bing. Uh, ExpressVPN connected. I mean, just like, okay, good. I can go ahead and work now. To make sure your online activity and data is protected with the best VPN money can buy, visit expressvpn.com slash Jeffy. Go there right now and get three extra three months free through my special link, expressvpn.com slash Jeffy. E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash j-e-f-f-y <laughs> expressvpn.com slash jeffy to learn more okay so we've got bears uh attacking well not attacking people they were in new hampshire and a couple had their car with a camera and they were looking at the bears uh, walking along and uh, they had a mcdonald's bag <laughs> And they were, you know, just had it sitting on the roof of their car. They were out out back looking at uh, taking pictures. And uh, the bear came up and went ahead. You know, we were just going to head. That McDonald's is now mine. So I'm hungry and I'm just going to take, uh, take the food from you. Okay. That's the way it is. That was in New Hampshire. And of course, police are reminding uh, everyone, hey, keep your windows up, doors locked, cars clear of snacks. I mean, that could hold true no matter where you're at. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but especially if you're in an area where there could be bears. Now, I saw the, the viral video of the guy uh, being attacked by the orangutan. Uh, I mean, I, it doesn't say where the guy was at. It doesn't look like it was here in America. I feel like the orangutans are not that close to humans in America. Uh, our zoos have them over there. You know, our zoos, hey, there's the orangutans and uh, they're over there. Because orangutans, uh, I mean, others, they uh, are pretty strong. Uh, 
<laughs> yeah, they're pretty strong animals. And uh, so this guy is walking by this cage where this orangutan is, and he grabs his shirt, and then he pulls him in and pulls him in by his arms and his legs, and the guy's kind of freaking out. I think I may kind of freak out too. I don't know if he did something to piss the orangutan off or if the orangutan was saying, hey, why don't you come here? I'll take care of a little orangutan business right now because you are one hot-looking human. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know the answer. But uh, when you listen to the video, I mean, they are freaking out. Oh, there he goes. Oh, he grabbed the shirt. He's pulling him in. Now his friend comes, tries to pull him away, and the orangutan is having none of it. Oh, no. And now he grabs his leg, and he pulls him in. He pulls his leg, grabs it, pulls him closer. Oh, yeah. It looks like the orangutan wants a little human business right there. Pulls him in. He's holding him right up close to the cage, grabbing him. Uh, it's not going to be up to the, it's going to be up to the orangutan to let him go. Oh, now he's sideways. He's sideways trying to get out. And that was it. And uh, then the video stopped. So I don't know. Maybe if the finally, if the guy finally gave in and said, uh, okay, okay, orangutan, I'll kiss you. <laughs> I'm sure they finally got the guy away because the orangutan is in this cage. And I mean, there's. You know, unless the, unless the orangutan, you know, started crushing his skull against the cage. But a good rule of thumb to, uh, you know, not, uh, you know, stay out of arm's length from the orangutans. If they're in a cage that could possibly, you know, reach you <laughs> and they're not over there. I think you know what I'm saying. So, cause you never know. The orangutan might look at you and go, oh yeah. Oh yeah. You just don't know. You don't know. In uh, Who Died Today? Who Died Today? A hero dog. I know. Credited with defending her female owner from a mountain lion attack in Northern California has passed away. Really sad. A two and a half year old uh, dog. <laughs> Looked like a German Shepherd or I, I think they called it a Belgian Millennials. I don't know. I think that's just a German Shepherd, really, is what it is. Uh, Eva, apparently, uh, you know, the lady, remember the lady was walking along and uh, she was uh, attacked by a mountain lion and the dog was having none of it and fought back, tried to, you know, tried to save the lady and really kind of did save the lady. So they're out for their stroll and the mountain lion reaches out and, you know, scratches the lady's shoulder and the dog, Eva, was uh, turned around and was like, oh no, oh no, no, you're not doing that to my owner. I'm going to go ahead and come after you, my friend. Okay? No. And the dog guy, the mountain lion was like, you should not have done that. Uh, I'm a mountain lion and I realize you're a, you know, fun loving little Eva dog here, but uh, no, uh, do not mess with me. The dog had fractures to her skull puncture and swelling around her left eye and just never got better so sad news uh, eva the two and a half year old dog uh died <laughs> uh this past weekend and it's you know sad it's sad really then the lady loved it goodbye to my beautiful sweet girl you're my world my light my best friend the world is a much darker place and so you know, sad news that Eva, we lost Eva. She set up a GoFundMe page uh, to help with the uh, vet bills. So I'm not saying that it's not true. And I'm, it's absolutely sad. But, you know, if you needed some money, I would say use that. 
This is why GoFundMe. <laughs> I see these stories, and I think I think to myself, "This is why it's me." I know. I'm sorry. I see these stories, and I'm like, "Well, you know, if I said my dog got attacked, I could start a GoFundMe page to pay the vet bill, show a couple of pictures of a dog laying down with his head on a pillow, and people would just donate, give me money." And then I could say, oh, darn, shoot, look at that. The dog died. It's so sad. He was my world. And then I just keep the money. (laughs) I know. It's me. There's something wrong with me, I guess, really. And then also a new TikTok challenge. I'm putting this under who died today because it's kind of dumb. Apparently, and we've lost a couple people who uh, did this TikTok challenge. So it's uh, the TikTok challenge is jumping in front of oncoming trucks in an attempt to make, you know, content and suffering, whatever, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever happens to you. Tough. You made a hot video, right? So these two Indonesian teens have died due to uh, the angel of death truck challenge. Uh, So, you know, come on now. Come on. Do you not know, I realize that, uh, you know, you want to go viral and you want to get the clicks on your little, on your little TikTok. I got it. I got it. I understand it. I understand the process, but d- just jumping in front of a truck. No, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank you. But I mean, they did fulfill the aim to these two anyway, uh, did fulfill the angel of death challenge. Congratulations. So an update uh, from the Pentagon, uh, the Defense Department ended a decades-long policy that blocked HIV-positive service members from deploying and being promoted. Uh, Yeah, okay, so since the 1980s, the Defense Department has treated HIV as a chronic condition, allowing the Pentagon to separate out HIV-positive service members and even discharge them on the basis of their status. Uh, I, I mean, I, I don't know why it's legal. It is, but, uh, in 1990, Americans with Disabilities Act prevented employers from discriminating against people with HIV, uh, except in the U.S. military. But in April, a federal judge told the Defense Department it was time for the policy to go. Since current HIV treatment can allow service members to live healthy lives and pose zero risk to others. The new guidance took effect this week. It did not change, however, current Pentagon rules barring people with HIV from enlisting in the first place. So I don't know how many people are, you know, trying to get into the military that have HIV. I guess they claim they have about 2000 HIV positive service members in the U S military today. So good news. I mean, that's good news. If you've got HIV, you can go to war and fight in our military. And if you're in the military, they can't get rid of you. So that's good news. Good news from the International Skating Union, I think. Yesterday, the figure skating's governor, governing body, and I love the International Skating Union. I mean, they are 
some fantastic people. Uh, they voted to raise the minimum age of competitors from 15 to 17 years of age. The change comes months after the 15-year-old Russian figure skater, Camilla uh, Venevia, uh, tested positive for a banned substance at the Beijing Winter Olympics. So, you know, they had the big doping scandal, and that raised questions about her ability to consent in medical decisions and if more should be done to protect young athletes from the intense pressures of elite sport and the coaches guiding their careers. So now the governing body says, uh, you know what, it's necessary to protect the physical and mental health of skaters. Uh, this was going to take place uh, beginning in the 2026 Winter Olympics. So any of you young kids out there that are, you know, in your early teens and you're, you know, working really hard to try to get to the Olympics because that's when you're at your strongest as far as skating goes. Yeah, you're out. Uh, you can't do anything till, uh, you know, 15 to 17 years of age. Sorry. Take care. Oh, Okay. Just because one Russian figure skater was doing that, was taking some kind of drugs? Yes, we don't want that to happen to you at all. Okay? All right? We don't want that to happen. We know best. All right? Uh, oh, more news from the UK. I mean, if you're... <laughs> uh, you know, there's a needle spiking problem. And I guess not just in the UK, but, uh, you know, throughout Europe. Uh, reports began to surface in the UK that a number of people at nightclubs, mostly women, but also some men, had been unknowingly injected with needles. Wait, people just walking up and stabbing you in the back of the neck? No, 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 no. Uh, drink spiking. Victims described feeling fine one moment, then suddenly experiencing muscle spasms, dizziness, and memory loss. What? Yeah. A uh, few people were arrested, but the attacks continued. So now it's been spreading. And officials still aren't clear whether the victims had been injected with drugs, if they are getting stabbed in the back of the neck or the leg or the buttocks, or uh, it is the drink spiking with the needles. But uh, the reports of spiking at a nightclub, soccer games, pride festivals, uh, officials in the Netherlands are also investigating similar incidents. All of this has people all worried. And a report in the UK earlier this year found that no one knows how prevalent the issue is. But complaints suggest it's widespread and dangerous. Yeah, I mean, if it's if no one's stopping you and you're not paying attention, you're just out having a little, little get-together. And, uh, oh, did someone just stick me in the buttocks? Oh, no, now I'm dizzy and I'm going to pass out. Can you take me home and have sex with me? <laughs> when I can't consent? Yeah, so that's what's happening, apparently. So, uh, best practices. Uh, look, uh, stay vigilant, okay? Uh, drink spiking uh, is a big threat, and hundreds of cases are reported in the last few months. Uh, one UK org is urging bar employees and security officials to get better, better educated about both of these problems, okay? In the meantime, yeah, watch out for yourself and others. So, I mean, no kidding. That's a dangerous thing if you're out and about. Because you're not thinking about that when you're out drinking, having fun with your friends. And, uh, you know, you, hey, you know, all of a sudden, I'm not feeling so well. I mean, I don't know what you hope to get out of it. I guess if you're, if they're going to take you and kidnap you, then that's a terrible thing. 
but just to do it for the kick of having someone experience, you know, muscle spasms, dizziness, and memory loss, I don't know where the fun is in that, but you know what? There's still somebody that's sick enough to have fun with that, so be prepared, wherever you're at, around the world, wherever you're listening to this show, Chewing the Fat, heads up, okay? Watch out for yourself and others. Don't let anybody put a needle in your buttocks. I know, unless you want them to. And I know that I'm not the only one that continues to get emails uh, letting me know that that's the po- I have the possibility of becoming rich from a relative or a friend overseas. But I just got an email from Mrs. Jess, and she is happy because she just got an email saying that uh, she's been compensated with the sum of $4.2 million dollars in this United Nation, the payment will be issued into ATM Visa card and send to you from the Santander Bank in Spain. We need your information. Thanks. I mean, that's all you got to do is send them your information. <laughs> this is a beginner. All right, this is a beginner because you can tell by the way it's written. Uh, you have been compensated with the sum of $4.2 million in this United Nation. The payment will be issued into ATM Visa card and send to you from the Santander Bank in Spain. We need your information. I mean, the beginner is just out there. doesn't know, quite know how to type it in English. And, uh, you know, we just need your information. I mean, that's what he might, he might as well just say that. We need your information. <laughs> we want you to think we're going to give you millions of dollars. Give us your information. And then we're going to take all your money. Okay? All right, fine. I have a couple that are relentless. Man, I've got the one guy, uh, Mohammed Ahmed. Uh, he is relentless. Man, this guy, dear friend. My name is Mr. Mohammed Ahmed. I'm a banker by profession. I hail from Ouagadougou, Burkina Faso, West Africa. My reason for contacting you is to transfer and abandon 13500000 to your account. The owner of this fund died in 1997 and his next of kin, uh, the owner of this fund died in 1997 with his next of kin. I want to present you to the bank as the next of kin beneficiary of this fund. Further details of the transaction shall be forwarded to you as soon as I receive your return mail indicating your interest. See a little bit better than Mrs. Jess. Uh, he's still asking for the same information, but a little worded a little bit nicer. <laughs> and I've got another guy, this uh, Ramsey Taylor, relentless. My name is Ramsey Taylor. I work as a procurement assistant. I got your contact details in my search for a reliable and neutral company or individual to partner with in the area of investment. I need your assistance to manage an investment fund in a profitable business in your region with good annual return on investment. I know that this mail might come to you as a surprise because we neither know each other nor have ever met, but please accept it with an open and positive mind. Details of the investment and funding will be furnished to you when I receive your response, which will facilitate a face-to-face meeting with the investors. Waiting for a quick response. Will it? Will it? Now, I can respond to an email which is different than the email that this was sent from. But this Ramsey Taylor, relentless. Mr. Muhammad Ahmed, relentless. So, I'm sure that Mrs. Jess is going to be hearing from Miss Lawrence again. But uh, they're just trying to give you an opportunity to get rich. And, I mean, who can say no to that? It's tough, I know. It's tough. We are just, uh, you know what? We just need your information. Just, just send us your information. 
Subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.